Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Launch Codes Football. My name is Chris. And I'm Chelsea. Do you like that little delay there? You know, just to really keep, you know, I, I just wanted to keep people on their seats, you know? I just want them to hit play and then be like, is something wrong? And then just, you know. Well, you certainly fooled me, like... so. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, guys, today we are in episode 45 and we are talking about the Super Bowl. Woo woo. Super Bowl 57 is upon us in just a few days. As of tonight, we are recording on February 8th. So this will be out on the 9th here. And we got ourselves a big one. We got the Kansas City Chiefs led by their fearless leader, Patrick Mahomes versus Patty Mahomes, the scrappy. And they call themselves underdogs. I don't think they are at this point, but they are tough. They are gritty. And they are ready to win another one. It's the Eagles in the other corner. I I would prefer them beat the Patriots again, but you know, it is what it is. True. If it was versus the Patriots, everyone would be like, all right, you know. But there are a lot of people who don't like the Eagles, but if it was against Tom Brady's Patriots, most of the country would still cheer for the Eagles. And that's saying something because a lot of people don't like them. That's exactly what they did in 2017. So Anyways, I'm very excited for this game. I think we got a big one on our hands. So first of all, I think we should just knock it out. Who do we think's winning? Chelsea, oh, who man. is your pick? So here's the thing. I like the Eagles roster better than the Chiefs roster. But I like Patrick Mahomes better than Jalen Hurts. As good as Jalen Hurts is. I mean, bro is in the MVP running for a reason. I mean, he's super talented. He's proven himself this year. I mean, no one is standing around saying that he's a bust or that he's mediocre. No one is saying that anymore. I mean, he's proven it. I just, I can't help but think of all of the teams that had better rosters than Tom Brady that should have won Super Bowls that did not because the other team had Tom Brady. I know Patrick Mahomes is no Tom Brady, but Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback of this generation and the best quarterback in the league currently for a reason. I just can't help but think about all the times I picked against Tom Brady because the other team had a better roster. And you know how many times I won that that argument? Not many. So in the spirit of that, I am going to pick the Chiefs, not because their roster is better, not because they have a stronger offense or a stronger defense, but quite simply only because they have Patrick Mahomes. And if the Eagles prove me wrong and they manage to beat him with their better roster, more power to them. That's great. Congratulations. The Tom Brady thing did not get to you. They did defeat him once already. So, you know, they have that going for them. But like I said, the amount of times that I picked against Brady for teams that were better than his team and he still won, I just, I have a similar feeling here. I just, I can't pick against Mahomes. I just can't. All right. I mean, that's a fair reason to pick the Chiefs. Here's what I think. Now, some people may hate this, but it just is what it is. It's how I feel. I would like the Chiefs to win. I have this like feeling and 
I don't know. I'd like to see them win. I feel like they have really a lot stacked against them. It's not that they've been the underdogs all postseason. That's ridiculous to say. I mean, they were the number one overall seed in the AFC. Um, you know, all of that stuff. So I'm not. I'm not. And we're beaten by the Colts. Head. I may add. There you go in the regular season. And so I'm. I'm just saying that I do think though that you know with Mahomes' injury, it's been. You know, they've, they've had a lot. And I mean, they lost Tyreek Hill this year, but they've saved, they've maintained their stay at the top. And I mean, honestly, their offense looks just as good as it ever was, but even with Tyreek Hill or whatnot. I think I would like the Chiefs to win. But if I had to go with who I think will win, I think it's going to be the Eagles. The Eagles have been dominant these playoffs. Now, all things considered here, this is going to be the best quarterback by far they've played against for the year, I would argue. Um, and I think that in these playoffs, I mean, Daniel Jones looked terrible against them. He had a good first game against the Minnesota Vikings with the upset that no one was surprised about. You know, I think we even talked about that, right? I mean, it's like... Come on, Minnesota was boomer bust the whole year. Um, but then against the 49ers, I mean, the 49ers were literally playing without a quarterback. They they literally did not have one. No discredit to the Eagles. They played very well in those games and they did what they had to do and they came out and dominated. That's the thing, though. I am concerned, like, you know, whenever it gets to a close playoff game, close Super Bowl game. How are people like Jalen Hurts and others going to respond? You just don't know. But I do think the Eagles will probably win this game because on paper and just looking at their team, they're dominant on both ends. They don't really have what I would say is a weakness. Like, if you could name it, I I don't know. Their offense is so godly good. It's like their defense is a monster it's they I don't I don't know what more to tell you. I think I would like to see Mahomes pull this off just because I mean, this is a legacy game. If you come out and beat this team, oh, that's that's huge for conversations about about the goat, you know, like if he wants to be that. But I think this is going to be a lot for him. And I think the Eagles are going to win it. Um, and I mean, you know. I think if you were going to pick out a weakness a quote-unquote weakness of the Eagles. It wouldn't be on offense unless their weakness was like, I don't know, their wide receiver three. Yeah, <laughs> that wide receiver three, man. Man. So, I mean, on offense, that's that's really all you got, right? Because Dallas Goddard is back healthy now. So, I mean, can't really say tight end anymore. And on defense, I mean, their front seven is arguably the best front seven in the league. So one would say, oh, well, they're secondary. Oh, they're terrible secondary. Yes, with Darius Slay. Very terrible. Yes. So, I mean, <laughs> even the areas of their team that are the weakest are still stronger than the vast majority of other teams in those areas. So it's like they have an incredibly talented team, and it's going to take someone incredible to beat it. And I think that the Chiefs have that. Now, I will sit here and I will say it will not surprise me if the Eagles win, like I said previously, because of how good their roster is. I just, I've been hurt so many times, man, by picking against the best quarterback. I just, I can't do it. And not that Jalen Hurts is even bad, because he's not. He's really good. But Patrick Mahomes is just, 
he's just crazy, man. And I'm not going to sit here and fawn over Patrick Mahomes like mainstream media, but to sit here and say something along the lines of he's not all that good would just be a lie. I mean, the dude is incredibly good, the best currently. So if anyone's going to beat this team, it's going to be him. Him and, I would argue, a top three head coach. That's what it's going to take to beat this team, and that's what they have. So it'll it'll be interesting. Honestly, I think the thing that's going to matter the most in this game is probably the Chiefs' defense. If the Chiefs can get a couple of stops on defense, hold them to the occasional field goal, I think the Chiefs will win this game. But if they go down and score touchdowns every time, not that Mahomes can't win a shootout because we've seen many times already that he can. But if you're not going to get any help, at the end of the day, you can't play defense. You know, People always say, oh, the quarterback carries the team. The quarterback does everything. It's like, yeah, the quarterback could theoretically carry the team on offense. He could run and scramble and throw to guys in really hard positions. But at the end of the day, the quarterback doesn't play defense. It's going to come down to the Chiefs. Slightly above average, but not amazing defense against the Eagles' incredibly potent offense. I mean, and on the on the flip side, it's going to come down to the Chiefs' offensive line against the front seven of the Eagles. If the Chiefs can't hold up on the offensive line and they can't stop them on defense, they're not going to win. They're going to have to do that to win. But with Patrick Mahomes on the team, I just I can't count them out. Mm-hmm. And it might sound crazy to pick against the Eagles because of how talented they are, but I I just have a feeling. <laughs> and I mean, I'd like to see the Eagles win. I have a lot. I know a lot of people who really don't like the Eagles, and there are reasons to not like the Eagles, including the fan base and the coaches being annoying and the players being annoying. And but you know. I don't know. Their head coach worked for the Colts. I mean, I like that, you know? I like Jalen Hurts. They're not my favorite, but I wouldn't be in despair if the Eagles won, you know? So, I mean, regardless of whoever wins, I mean, I like both teams, but that's what it's going to take for the Chiefs to win. That's what it's going to come down to. And if they can't do their job in those two areas, I quite frankly don't think they have a shot to win, (laughs) even with Mahomes. But I'm still going to pick them because I'm feeling crazy, okay? I like it. All right. Final score prediction. I've got oh, one. High. High scoring. I must say 38-34 Chiefs. I'll say 34-28 Eagles. There you go. There you have it right there. 34-28 and then 34-33. So No. 38-34. 3834. I'm a, I'm an idiot, okay? I don't know. 3834. Yeah, I math, just right? And if that score happens, that means Patrick Mahomes tore up the Eagles defense, which is crazy on its own. No, it was Pacheco, obviously. He ran the ball for five touchdowns. Obviously. Actually, if that happened, that'd be Not hilarious. Clyde edwards Elaire, their second no. round pick before Jonathan Taylor. No, no. Pacheco. Isaiah Pacheco. Yes, because Dude, Pacheco's that's how that goated, works. Though. Like Pacheco, Pacheco actually, is low key good. That's true. Like actually, kind of like had that huge run at the end of the Bengals game. Um, shout out to the Bengals um, mayor talking a bunch of smack. That was that backfire day. Yeah, you 
I mean, hey, on one hand, you got to give him props to the gall that he had. He had so much confidence in Joe Burrow and that team that he was willing to talk smack in front of the world. And, and talk smack he did. Uh, yep. Did you see what Um, I think it was last. Travis Kelsey said something on the lines of telling Chiefs fans to not touch the Rocky statue because if they do, it just won't go over well for anyone. I mean... There was that meme that went around of of players who, of 49ers fans who touched the Rocky statue. Look what happened. Not saying the Rocky statue caused it by any means because it's just a piece of it stone. It just brings a curse but, to you. <laughs> it's just a piece of stone. But hey, it's what you get when you, tra- when you trash talk. It fires people up. True. Um, I think we got a really good game. I think this will be fun. I, I think this will be a fun game. I think last year's was It better be a fun really game. Good. Yeah. We, no one likes a bad Super Bowl. It's actually really sad. Bad Super Bowls are the worst. It was like the national championship this year. It just sucked. Those are like never good. We got the worst. two good games in the playoffs in one year. I know. The week to watch was the week before rather yeah. than the national championship week. Uh, welcome to college football. NIL You everywhere. never know what you're going to get. <laughs> True. Well, we did want to talk a little bit about, I know that there has been some coaching news when it comes to the NFL news around the league here. Um, Some of the big ones have been, um, well, first of all, we'll just knock this out. Frank Reich getting hired as the Panthers head coach. Also, Ajiro Averro being hired as defensive coordinator. A lot of Panther fans are very happy about that one for the defensive coordinator. And honestly, they're kind of like, eh, with Frank Reich. Um, I don't think a lot of people didn't want him. They wanted Mr. App State. And I mean, here's the thing. you. I think what I learned is after Matt Rule is, you know what? It doesn't matter what the coaches say in the interviews. It doesn't matter what they say during, you know, press conferences, whatever. To me, I can't care anymore. I just want to see him win. He said he put a stress on, Frank Reich put a stress on saying we need to bring a quarterback in here. But like every coach knows that. I'm glad he's addressing it. I'm glad he understands the need because I will say I don't think Matt Rule understood how important a quarterback was. I don't think he did because uh, I think if he did, then he would have really tried harder or to get a guy like Justin Fields that was right there for the picking. Anyways, um, I appreciate that Frank Reich is saying that. He's got history here in Carolina. First ever starting QB for the Panthers in their franchise history. He's he's a Charlotte guy. Like he gets the area, and I think he's got NFL experience. Thank the Lord. Some hiring someone with NFL experience that that's incredible, right? What um, a standard. So I I'm interested. I'm not necessarily excited like some people are because I've just learned that you just it doesn't matter till game time. Like none of it matters. All the all the fluff, all of what they say, it just doesn't matter to me. And, you know what's an interesting yeah. note? Hmm. Steve Wilkes is the new defensive coordinator of the 49ers. Yeah, I think that's you want to talk about replacing your defensive coordinator with ease. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I mean, that was a great hire for mm-hmm. the 49ers. And I think that inevitably Steve Wilkes's name will come back up in the coaching carousel. I think it's just a matter of time, especially with what he did with Carolina's roster, especially what they had on offense after they got rid of McCaffrey. I mean, that team was basically dead in the water. It had DJ Moore. 
And that was it. And he somehow managed to make them look somewhat comprehensible. So props to him. Um, obviously, I have opinions on Frank Reich. I mean, Frank Reich was the head coach of the Colts for a couple of years. Um, I think he's a great guy. I think he builds a great culture. And I think he understands players. I do not think he should be the play caller. <laughs> I mm. think he's a great coach. I don't advise him as the play caller. Personally speaking, when he got hired, he was a lot better at play calling than when he left, mm. a.k.a. got fired. Um, so if I were to give Panthers fans one piece of advice, that's what I would do. Frank Reich has a tendency to be ballsy when he doesn't need to be and to be very timid when he needs to be ballsy, which is just quite frustrating when you're watching from your couch trying to coach the game, obviously, because obviously. that's how it works. Mm -hmm. That's true. Um, I think that the defensive coordinator hire might be more impressive than the head coach hire, to be quite honest with you. Um, the Panthers defense last year has four, five, six starting key players already. I mean, I think it's the strongest part of their team. And bringing in that defensive coordinator, I mean, that's that's really gonna gonna strengthen the defense even more. I mean, with the likes of J.C. Horn and Brian Burns, and you know the rest of the young stars that you guys have on defense. I mean, that's a really really good hire, especially for developing young stars, which you have. So, I mean, I think going into this season, Panthers fans can already kind of sense that the offense is going to be a struggle. I mean. It, it is what it is. Now, the defense, for all we know, I mean, might be even better than it was in its best moments last year. But generally speaking for the Panthers, I, I like these hires. I think that the defensive coordinator one is more impressive than the head coach. But I'm familiar with Frank Reich, and I like him as a guy, and I like him as a person. And he started a foundation in Indianapolis called Not Today that he's bringing to Charlotte that I believe, don't quote me, but I believe it helps fight human trafficking. Mm. So, I mean, you, you got to respect a guy like that. I mean, Frank yep. Reich went to my friend's church in Indiana. So he's a stand-up guy. He's a good leader. He relates to people well. But like I said, I just don't know if I'd advise him as a play caller. But we'll see. Maybe he'll come to Carolina and he won't be that way anymore. Maybe he's learned. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes but it takes some learning. Yeah. For, for his sake, I mean, I, I really hope that he does well i mean i want to see the panthers succeed i will have you know i have a vintage christian mccaffrey jersey in my closet yes vintage i can say that now for sale uh no not for sale uh so yeah i mean uh zero dollars i hope i hope they do well i mean i want to see the panthers succeed I, i'm every panthers fan i know always talks about how they have no hope you know because they're a panthers fan and they haven't had anything good ever and the one time they made it to the super bowl with cam newton it was Two shipped times. away by their offensive coordinator and and tackles and all of the horrible things and von miller just terrorizes panthers fans in their sleep now and it's just you know i'd like i'd like to see them be good plus i might add the panthers play the colts this year in Charlotte. The last time I went to a Panthers Colts game, I may have fought someone. So if I go this year, my goal is to not fight anyone. Hey, they they tried to fight you. Anyways, that's story time. They Maybe did, that's they a... did they did try to fight me. If you want to know that story, hit me up. I'll tell it. <laughs> Maybe we could do a, a TikTok story time. Oh man. <laughs> it, um, it's quite a story. You would not expect it, trust me. Yeah. Well, the other big coaching hire we've got here, um, obviously, as everyone knows, we've got Sean Payton going mm. to Denver. I think yep. 
Denver needed something. Look, here's the thing. A lot of people were hesitant with Sean Payton because you had to give up so much just to get him. The Denver Broncos have already sunk so much cost into this team to win now. Have they not with Russell Wilson and everything? They are putting it all in. They're like, you know, if we don't do anything now, we'll never do anything. And I can't really blame them. Um, I think Sean Payton will bring a good football culture there and i think you know he's going to turn the team around um i hope he can revert russell wilson back to what he was i mean who knows who knows what can happen here we've seen he's a good coach but how's it going to be when he's not with drew Brees? he's with another guy now he's with a guy that's pretty good i'd argue gasp not with drew Brees. i know right i think that this is a good hire for denver because at this point, it makes sense for them. They've already put so much into the team. This, when I say to the team, they put so much into Russell Wilson. And they have a championship-level defense, in my opinion. Or their defense can play. You know, they can play. Um, I know they gave up the 51 to the Rams, but overall, through the year, they actually played really well. Um, but I, I don't know. I just feel like this was a good hire. It made sense. It was expensive. But they've already put so much into russell wilson specifically and other parts of the team that they got it they have to they have to put more they've got to invest everything they've got all their picks money whatever i don't know what do you think chelsea i think that if there is going to be one coach to fix this team it's going to be sean payton and if sean payton can't do it it truly is a lost cause (laughs) i mean you you went out and spent big compensation on the biggest name on the market, not just in name, but in practice and experience and knowledge as well. I mean, in my opinion, all of those things combined compared to every head coaching candidate, I mean, just pales. I mean, he's won Super Bowls. (laughs) He's played with Hall of Fame players. He's coached Hall of Fame players. He's broken records with players. I mean, he was a legend with the Saints for how many years? I mean, basically my whole life at this point. Um, so if there's going to be anyone who's going to fix this team, it's going to be him. Did you see the the news report that came out that he said no players in in Denver were going to have personal coaches anymore? Mm-hmm, I saw that. So you know who has a personal coach, right? Big old Russ. Yeah. So that is one way to set the standard with arguably the king of your franchise. That's not Sean Payton. I mean – To be quite honest, Sean Payton might have equal or even more power than the GM does because he's Sean Payton. I mean, that's just what he has. He's just that guy. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I mean, I will say once Nathaniel Hackett was fired, honestly, Russ kind of looked a little better. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say he looked great. He wasn't old vintage Russ we know so well. Let Russ cook. But he did look a little better. I mean, if you look at his stats, he looked a little better without Nathaniel Hackett. And, you know, online on on Broncos Reddit, you know, all the fans are like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, know, it was was Nathaniel Hackett's fault. Once he's gone and we get Sean Payton, everything will be all well and dandy. Well, that's great, except you don't have any picks you really don't have any salary cap, and you need O-linemen, and you need 
uh, wide receivers and probably a tight end, though Dolchich is kind of low-key underrated, and potentially a running back if Javante Williams is still hurt. So, I mean, there, there are holes on that team that, to be quite honest, they really don't have that many resources to fix. So it'll be interesting to see how they go about trying to fix the part of their team that they have not addressed already. But I think that this year is going to make or break Russell Wilson. Like Russell Wilson is either going to go back to being above average and will be around top 10 or top 10 in the quarterback competition. Or he's going to look about the same, if not worse, and hiring Sean Payton will appear to not really have accomplished anything when it comes to Russ. Russ is the key to this franchise. If you can fix Russ, that puts you in a good place to fix the franchise. I'm not going to say it fixes the franchise because Russ is not the whole team, right? But if you can fix him, that puts you in a lot better place, right? So, and I mean, you're going to have to lure people in. What are they going to say to free agents? Oh, yes, we have Russell Wilson. No, he didn't play great last year, but we have Sean Payton now. He'll make him good. No, we don't know if they'll actually be good together because they haven't played yet, but they will be. Like, players are smarter than that. I mean, they're not mm -hmm. just going to buy into that because of names. So they're going to have to make something happen with probably relatively the same team they have now next year. And not that it's impossible, but it's going to be a challenge. And, you know, Sean Payton strikes me as the kind of guy who likes a challenge, which I suspect is why he took this job, because of Russell, because of the opportunity, because of the power he gets, and because of the challenge. So we'll see how it goes, but I, I'm of the opinion that this year is make or break for Russ. I mean, if he continues to downslide and not look good i mean it's it's probably coming to an end which is real unfortunate if you're a broncos fan but also a small part of me does not feel that bad because you guys took peyton manning from us and yes i know we got rid of him but you still took him and you try to claim him and do you have a statue in front of your stadium of him i don't think so okay case closed salt salt Anyways. It's true. There's only one stadium in North America that has Peyton Manning in front of it, and it is not you. No, no. Oh my gosh! How to get Chelsea upset about um about something? Just say that's Peyton like how Manning Bucks fans try and claim Tom Brady. Okay, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Come that, on, man. Are you serious? No. Like that, I get he won a Super Bowl in Tampa. Manning won a Super Bowl in Colorado, but are they going to be known as Bucks and Broncos players for their career? Absolutely, the frick frack not. Everyone knows this. Everyone. Well, she said frick frack. There goes any money. D that would be like if 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 Drew Brees went to the Bears. Is he going to be remembered as a Bear? No. Same concept. True. Or if Aaron Rodgers go to this goes to the Jets. Is he going to be remembered as a Jet? No. <laughs> uh, if he brings them a Super Bowl, maybe. If you bring the, the Jets, Jets a Super fans Bowl. will remember him. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's um, that's fascinating. Wow. Yeah. Here we go. We got a big off season coming for so many teams. But I think I think that's pretty much all the all that we got today. You know, next week we'll hit y'all with a recap episode of the Super Bowl. And um, yeah, this. It's going to be a fun one. I'm excited. 
But anyways, Chelsea, you want to lead us out of here? Of course. So thanks for listening, guys. Tune back in next week for more content. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at LaunchCodesFB and on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube at LaunchCodesFootball. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Chris. And we will see you next week. Go Chiefs, I guess. Oh, man. It'll be a good one. Can't wait. Bye.